Every year October rolls around, we as believers are faced with a question. Should we take part in Halloween? There are definitely different opinions on this, with some saying it's fine, others saying definitely not. The latter may be the predominant view, as a CBN News Facebook survey indicated that 87% expressed that Christians should not celebrate Halloween. This isn't what I term a scientific survey, but it does certainly indicate a lot of believers think of Halloween in a negative light. Additionally, in the Gospel of Matthew, it tells us, You are the light of the world, a city set on a mountain cannot be hidden, nor do they light a lamp and put it under a bushel bucket. It is set on a lampstand, where it gives light to all in the house. Just so, your light must shine before others, that they may see our good deeds and glorify your heavenly Father. There is no doubt we must be a light in the world, staying away from things that seek to smother us in their darkness. But is Halloween one of those things? What is the day really? Is it truly as dark as many people think, or is there more to Halloween than many know? The answer to these questions should help inform us of the answer to the bigger question, which is should we as believers celebrate Halloween? Welcome to The Paradigm Switch, where we discuss issues that young believers in Christ face using our testimonies, failures, and struggles, along with scriptures from the Bible. We hope to give encouragement and solutions for these problems. I'm Avon. And I'm Alex. Our world is changing, and each day it seems things are getting darker. But God's will for his children is to live as champions, not as those who are defeated. The Bible teaches, as someone thinks within himself, so he is. So being equipped with the proper mindset is critical. Therefore, we have to switch our thinking from our way to God's way. And on that note, join us in our discussion. All right, well, welcome to our final episode of our four-episode Halloween special. Uh, my name is Alex. I'm with my co-host, David. And today we're going to examine the question, should Christians celebrate Halloween? Uh, there's a lot of different opinions about this. Uh, some people uh, think we can, and other people say we shouldn't. And where do you fall on this? Right? I fall on the side of we shouldn't. I fall on the side of that Christians should not celebrate Halloween. Um, I was raised to not celebrate Halloween. And let me just get the background history of it. I did celebrate Halloween once. My siblings and I, we did it once. I remember... Um, my parents dressed us up as cowboys or either farmers or something like that. And then, you know, put makeups on us and we walked around and we did I can't imagine you in a cowboy hat, by the <laughs> way. I did. I did. <laughs> we actually have pictures of it. And so we did the trick-or-treating once. I only have memory of doing it once. And my dad took us out and everything. And we came home and ate the candy. We had a good time. And then the next year, my parents said, we're not doing Halloween. And it was because they had received new education. In the, in the Bible and things of Halloween that they felt were not promoting good, what's the word I'm looking for? Good, good light for Christians to celebrate Halloween. So ever since then, we've never celebrated Halloween. We would put a sticker on the door or a sign on the door that my dad would say, um, no trick-or-treating here. And then my dad would take us out and then we would have a family day or we would you know, see a movie, go out to dinner, all that stuff. And then my dad would still bring us candy so we didn't feel left out that we didn't get candy because that's really all we cared about. I didn't care about dressing up. I just wanted candy. I just wanted skills. <laughs> so my dad still brought us candy, but my dad did not want us to participate in the jack-o'-lantern, the whole thing of dressing up like gremlins and demons and witches. That was not going to happen. Uh, participating in anything that was fearful or something that was terrorizing and caused panic that was just not what we were going to do even sometimes we went to church and there is also we 
the churches that I grew up in, they would also have a thing called Harvest Day. Yeah, mine would too. They would call it that? Okay. So yeah, they would have a kind of like a Harvest Day where you can come in dressed up as like a preacher or an angel for the kids and then you still get trick-or-treats, you know, candy, and then um, still some way participate without the, I guess, the fear factor that Halloween brings. So at least the kids don't feel left out. But personally, as I've grown in my faith and everything, I feel like Christians should not celebrate this holiday at all. What about you? So I certainly grew up differently than that. Mm -hmm. um, nobody in my household ever had anything against celebrating Halloween. So when I was younger, I would go out and get dressed up in costumes mm -hmm. and trick or treat. I, I do want to say whenever anything demonic or anything like that, none of that. So it'd be like movie characters or uh, really a, a night once, like a medieval night. I think I uh -huh. did that once. Really, only those two things. I don't. I don't remember doing any other costumes or, or anything. Mm -hmm. um, and then we would just, you know, go around and trick or treat. Uh, the thing that my parents were really about was they didn't like the candied apples. They, they, they did not they like did it. Not, Out they, of everything on Halloween, they, they, they didn't, didn't like, like the candy, candy apples. apples. They mm -hmm. said you have to be careful because people might put razor blades in these things and, and to try and hurt you. And I was like, oh. So it was like, never ever take the apples from people. Only ever take the candy that hasn't been in the, the plastic wrapper. It's not you know, um, I couldn't I couldn't find, like I told you earlier before we started, I couldn't find the notes that talked about like things like that, of people putting in razor blades and yeah. poison inside the candy and stuff like that. What do you think about it? You're taking candy from strangers. Isn't that what you tell your kids not to do? <laughs> the, the whole year is not to take candy from strangers? But then yeah. you do. And I remember my mom said... When she was younger, there was a kid in the neighborhood, I guess, that took some kind of like homing candy from a neighbor and got really sick. Oh, wow. Um, yeah, so we were we would never do that. Mm -hmm. We would only take like Hershey's and M&M's or whatever. And for the record, we never trick-or-treated at strangers' houses. We only ever went to people we knew in okay. our neighborhood who we had kids our own age and, well, I was mm -hmm. the oldest. They were all younger than me. But mm -hmm. we would only go to those houses. We didn't do like what these older people do and go to random neighborhoods with random people who we don't know mm -hmm. for precisely this reason now you said you celebrated halloween in the sense of in your house you said you trick-or-treated and you would put on costumes did you participate in the whole fear factor in the sense of decorating your home with like spider webs ghosts tombstones in your front lawn or anything like that were you big did your family do that I mean, we we would sometimes carve jack-o-lanterns mm -hmm. uh but that's it never all out at Halloween, uh -huh. like some other people have. Okay. Um, yeah. So. Yeah, we never did any of that. Like in our house, in our house, October was kind of like the silent month. Everything was shut down. We didn't watch Halloween specials on Nickelodeon or Disney Channel. We, there was no participation because it was always bringing up witches and like darkness and fear. And my mom was not supporting it. My mom was the main one who watched what we watched. And I don't know if you ever saw the Spongebob episode. I never watched Spongebob. You never watched Spongebob? Well, there was a Spongebob, the Spongebob fear one where he like shaved off his head and it was like creepy and his brain was showing. That was the one show my dad ever said, do not watch. Probably <laughs> why I was never watching it when I was younger. But just that whole season of October was always on lockdown in our house because my parents were not big on the promotion of Halloween in the sense of the fear, in the sense of the panic and just the symbols that are around. I mean, we spoke about the devil. We spoke about witches and witchcraft. And that's kind of what Halloween supports in markets. So as Christians, it kind of comes into play. Should Christians celebrate inside this festivities of Halloween? Because it is commercialized. It now. is commercialized. Uh, but 
I don't think that it is always about that. Okay. I, I think, I look at it kind of like, you know, a bunch of unbelievers celebrate Christmas. And of course, the true meaning of Christmas is Jesus was born, right? Mm-hmm. But they just look at it as a day to give gifts and whatever. So, I mean, the way I look at Halloween in part is just, it's a, it's a day where you get candy for people. Well, I remember being a teenager when I first learned about the history of Halloween. And the, the history of Halloween has dark memories and dark connotations. And I think you have some points on the historical backgrounds of Halloween. Yeah, that's true. So I want to take us through a history of Halloween and look at where where did this come from? What? was originally going on during this and because you're right i think a lot of people would say there is some dark elements to this was a pagan comes from pagan holiday they, they probably know that uh, but i also think there's some christian uh celebrations that have come along as you know the people of europe who originally started this became believers mm-hmm. so let's just dive right into this okay let's talk about some of the history of halloween so in the course of my research and i, I think most people probably know this is that Halloween arose out of Samhain, which is this pagan holiday that was predominantly celebrated by the Celts in Ireland and the Gaelic people in present-day Scotland uh, back during the, you know, early church days. This is like the 300s, 400s, and all of that. Um, So specifically, this is a celebration of the fall harvest time. On this particular day, they thought that this was the time when the barrier between the mortal plane, which is where you and I live, and the spiritual realms, which is where God is part of, Mm -hmm. uh, became very thin, and it was at its thinnest of the year. Um, And so they thought that this meant that spirits from the spirit realm, which they termed the other world, Mm -hmm. were able to cross that barrier and enter the mortal plane. And they thought that these spirits had to be appeased which unfortunately meant they worshipped them, and of course, I think that is really bad. Because uh, most likely those spirits were evil spirits, because God's not coming through right. in that kind of manner, so that's evil spirits. And then they also thought that the souls of the dead could be beckoned from across the other world to join their still-alive family members, and of course, these are demons as well, mm-hmm. but not souls of the dead. Uh, and interestingly, this is where dressing up in costumes came so the official term for this is called geising Mm -hmm. this is the act of dressing up in costumes and exchanging in this case verses poetry verses for food i'm i would never touch this but (laughs) apparently they also were heavily participating in divination rituals which you and i both know that's very demonic so Mm -hmm. no question that samhain is a very demonic holiday and not something christians should do anything that is associated with divination or trying to talk to dead spirits, or any of that. So, question for you. Do you think this holiday was real in the sense, like, did you do you think there was an actual thinning in the spiritual realm? Do you think there was a thinning in the spiritual realm where they could cross over? Do you think it actually happened? You know, this is a very good question to me, because it's true that spirits can influence the mm. physical world, right? Mm-hmm. And so... And on this whole topic of Halloween, you know, we talk about, like, haunted places that uh, Amity Manor comes to my mind. Mm -hmm. Uh, The horror, the Amity horror. Have you heard of that? I have. I've seen the movie. Uh, Yeah, so uh, it could be. I mean, Mm -hmm. I I am not involved in the occult. I don't know what they are doing, Mm -hmm. uh, but maybe. 
for me personally, when I was, when you were sharing the notes before, I was thinking that, you know, the reason they believe this happened is because someone had an experience that it actually happened. You know what I'm saying? Right. There was a, there was one person that actually saw or had an experience where there was a crossing. So when you run into these kind of historical facts of when someone says there was a crossing of the spiritual realm and stuff, I know in our modern day technology, you know, we think that those things aren't real and, you know, that isn't true. If you're going to really believe the things of the Bible, you're going to have to believe in the spiritual realm that there can be a crossing over between the two because in the bible there's several examples of that happening yes of the spiritual of the spiritual realm coming into the physical and having contact with it so right. but realize when spiritual things happen in the physical they're not always good and in this case because they're touching into divination and touching into spirits of the dead that's not god that's not god doing anything of that manner no that is definitely of satan mm-hmm. so sam Hine is Bad news okay. for believers. I think we can both agree on this point. Yes, we agree on at least that point of it. Now, where do you see the shifting? See, this is where I focus on for the holiday being bad because I say its origins are bad. But you said it has some good somehow. Right. So, I mean, certainly, you know, I don't think anyone can deny that this Sam Hines pagan holiday and whether they knowingly or not involve demonic worship, Mm-hmm. Or summoning demons to the mortal realm, you know, I don't think anyone can can argue that mm-hmm. at this point. Uh, and so, based on these facts alone, it would be appalling to think that Christians actually celebrate this holiday. But I think what, and this is this is uh, going to be particularly predominant amongst Protestants mm-hmm. when it terms comes to Christianity. I don't think a lot of them know that Halloween is closely associated with another holiday that would be all saints day which is in fact an important christian celebration that encompasses a few days in the beginning of november and the last day of october this would be all Hallows eve which is halloween all saints day itself and then all souls day and this is more you know of a liturgy based christians that celebrate this so the catholic church the anglicans lutherans the orthodox they uh, are the ones who typically celebrate these days at the end of October and mm-hmm. beginning of November. So collectively, Halloween, All Saints Day, and All Souls Day are known as All Hallowtide. And the roots of All Saints Day historically can be traced back to John the Baptist. Okay. So in Matthew 14, it tells us that, or the, the scripture tells us rather, that John the Baptist was buried. Mm-hmm. And that, that, I guess, is a significant point for... And then we have talked about Stephen from Acts. Mm-hmm. You think he's the bravest person in the Bible. I do. So it also tells us in Acts 8.3 that Stephen was buried by believers after he was uh, martyred. Okay. So what's Peter, the point of the whole... You're pointing out burial, so what's the whole point of so burial? So I think this is significant. Mm-hmm. I think... Uh, and, and, and I'm pointing this out because... The Christian celebration of Halloween, it has to do with this, this tradition. So, historical writings from Ephraim the Syrian, who lived in the 300s, this is during the time of the early church, he specifically was writing some hymns at the time, uh, and a man named John Christensen, who's the Archbishop of Constantinople in the early 400s, uh, they emphasized the importance of burying dead, probably because of these scriptures, and a theologian named Hermann Heuser, who's from Germany, 
he asserted that the early church had days of remembrance to martyrs. So again, this is something Protestants, I don't think, are going to really know much about because the traditions. This mm-hmm. is very, you know, you know, associated with the Catholic Church and the Orthodox Church. And you know, my brother is Catholic, right? So he he tells me, you know, the early church and, and the way they the the Catholics think is that the Catholics and the Orthodox were the early church, and they most closely resemble what was going on at the beginning. Okay. So. During the days of the early church, we had uh, prob- Christians had problems, right? So Nero was out killing everybody. Diocletian was out killing everybody. You had all these Roman emperors who really hated Christians and would hunt them down. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, you know, Nero, he would turn Christians into human torches and, and party and let them aflame and they would burn alive. And it's wow. really, really horrible. He was a wicked, wicked guy. Um, and so the rate of martyrdom during this terrible time for Christians in the Roman Empire, it became so bad, you know, you had Christians martyred every day, basically. Mm-hmm. And so the early church in around the year 610 AD decided to commemorate all of the martyrs dying with a day, which they called All Saints Day. And this took place the day the... Uh, Roman Pantheon, which this was a polytheistic temple. It's still in Rome today. I've actually been here. Um, It's a funny story. So I thought the Roman Pantheon would be like this temple dedicated to Jupiter and Mercury and Saturn and Venus and all the rest of these Roman gods. And it was during the days of the Roman, at the beginning of the Roman Empire. But then when Christianity took hold in the Roman Empire, they cleared all of this out Mm -hmm. in the Roman Pantheon and they replaced it you know, with place to basically turn it into a church, turned it into a church. And I was very shocked when I saw that when, uh, when I was in Rome last year. So I, I hadn't expected the Pantheon to be a church. It's oh, kind, of, kind okay. of wild. Um, but so they uh, commemorate this day when they transitioned the Roman Pantheon from a polytheistic temple into a, a place of worship for God uh, and, and decided to have a visual that night to, for a remembrance of all of those Christians who had been martyred in the past. And that was termed All Hallows Eve or Halloween. Okay. And so this is the Christian aspect of, of this holiday. And so on this day, people would pray aloud as they walked outside, thinking their prayers could comfort the dead. And church bells would toll in the recognition of those who had been martyred. And then there would be a church service, uh, which is called the Vigil of All Hallows, and that would take place followed by a period of festivities, which included laying flowers on the graves of deceased loved ones. So I guess that is also where we get the that tradition from laying flowers on the graves of dead people. Um, and sometimes people would dress in costumes, and they would go down the street dancing in masks, and people would pray for each other in exchange for cakes, which this is called souling, and it was particularly uh, found in England. Mm-hmm. Uh, and this was all adopted for Hall- All Hallows' Eve, all of these uh, customs and traditions. And so when Christianity reached the Celts, who were the people who were celebrating Samhain in Ireland, and they converted, what they did is they uh, abandoned these uh, these uh, traditions that were associated with the devil, mm-hmm. worship, all the divination, and, and praying for dead spirits and trying to get them to come over here and all of that. And... So they decided to take the, the costumes, the geising, and they Christianized it. Mm-hmm. And so that is where we get the tradition of children going door to door and doing trick-or-treating. And so then 
in the United States, this is really funny to know, this was not here at the beginning of the United States, trick-or-treating Halloween. No, 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 didn't. It didn't come at it first? It wasn't, it wasn't here. No, okay. it wasn't here. It did not get here until the early 1900s, which is when the first uh, time the Irish immigrated to the United States. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so it's a very interesting history. Okay. I, I, I see where you're coming from in the sense that the church kind of took over the day, that yeah. it took over the day. But honestly, this is like the first time I'm hearing about All Saints Day. You know, uh, yeah. So to me, saying that Christians should celebrate it or Christians could be able to celebrate it is because there is a significant meaning for the Christian world doesn't really change my mind too much because that's not the focus that people are doing it for. People are doing it to dress as a monster. They're doing it to dress as um, some witch from a movie or, you know, they're trying to scare people. They're trying to, you know, bring dread and panic. And so... To me, like I said, the focus of Halloween seems a lot on death and a lot on fear. And even though you were saying on, was it All All Saints Day? All Saints Day. All Saints Day is focusing on the dead saints, which is amazing, which we should do. We should, you know, remember those Christians who stood for the gospel, but that's not what we do. You know, that's not what the majority of the church does. Well, no, let, let's, let's, let's mm. make that an addendum again. <laughs> Protestants. Okay. Don't look at this. I guarantee this is a huge, huge day for those mm-hmm. who are Catholics and Orthodox. Mm-hmm. I I have heard of the. I mean, I'm not a Catholic, right? I'm mm-hmm. a Protestant, so I cannot say I have explicitly celebrated All Saints Day. But I know that this is important. This is still celebrated today. Mm-hmm. This has been celebrated throughout history. You know, when I was learning about Christianity in my you know my own secular history classes you know we would talk about this day mm-hmm. and when i was in uh learning about foreign languages you know we would talk about this day so this is very important no i, I think it's important and i've learned something new learning about it you know like i said before you know stephen to me is the bravest person in the bible and you know we should remember these his, you know these figures in the bible but this is for like the everyday you know i wouldn't this is for the Protestants, I, you can say, or those who just celebrate Halloween the way we know Halloween, which is trick-or-treating, dressing up, and putting decorations of tombstones and death and goblins and bones on our um, on the patio and stuff. And the question just comes to place, does celebrating Halloween really, in, in doing that, does that glorify God in the end, at the end of the day? That's a good question. You know, me doing those things, is it something that's really glorifying God? Because God is not a God of death. He, he told people all over the bible i'm the um i am the god of the living i am life and he's the god of those who are alive he promotes life god is not someone who promotes death and doesn't want you know to focus on fear i mean we just spoke on a couple episodes on how to overcome fear and then we're going to say you know and then it's kind of twisted to say oh yeah celebrate halloween which is more focused on fear while we're telling you god has not given you the spirit of fear if god's not giving you that spirit of fear we should not be focusing on things that promote that that aspect and you know i was thinking about this because i have i had i i got a conviction in myself because i have to check myself you know i'm a huge fan of like scary movies i Uh, love scary movies Uh, my one of my favorites and don't write to me if you don't agree but one of my favorite scary movies is Jeepers Creepers. And I just love it because it's one of the few movies that actually, at least modern day, it's one of the few movies that actually have a scary person in a costume that isn't CGI that you go like, wow, that's like fake 
you know, so fake that it takes me out of the movie. I mean, that movie with that character freaks me out from the get-go. And there's a, there is kind of a rush of being scared that uh-huh. kind of draws you into it. But then I got, you know, I got convicted in doing my own <laughs> notes. Should I even be watching scary movies? Should I let that into my life? Here I am trying to overcome fear and, you know, stand against fear and rebuke fear. But yet I'm promoting and watching things that, that promote and celebrate fear you know what i'm saying like you know it kind of it's kind of kind of productive i i I understand so you know again this is something i don't do Mm -hmm. i don't watch scary movies i haven't watched scary movies and as i said you know when growing up doing halloween Mm -hmm. you know we did not do any of this fear stuff Mm -hmm. at all so well removed it we didn't we didn't touch that well i just want to i found an article that talked about should you know why christians should not celebrate halloween and I thought it was interesting, and I got this from the Wall Street International Magazine online, and I think it's from 2019, just so you know I can cite myself properly. <laughs> uh, that was always my biggest struggle in school. And I'm just going to read to you kind of like two quotes from people. Um, and this is what it says. The founder of the Church of Satan said that by dressing up either by wearing a costume or coloring oneself for Halloween is um, tantamount to worshiping the devil. Um, Anton LaVey, the founder of the Church of Satan himself, declared that by dressing up, either by wearing a costume or by coloring oneself in celebration of Halloween signifies that you allow Satan to own you. He further said that when you adopt the pagan practices, you subconsciously dedicate yourself to the devil. He took joy in Christians who took who take part in the tradition saying, I'm glad that Christian parents let their children worship the devil at least one night out of the year. Welcome to Halloween. Um, that's pretty. And this is coming from the person, you know what I'm saying? That's, that's pretty strong. And it's coming from a leader of the Church of Satan. Oh, man. And the thing is that I want to say, you know, Halloween might now be commercialized to, you know, what it is today. But there is still significant symbols and meanings that we might not even realize that is affecting the spiritual realm that might channel spirits to your home and to your children and stuff. And I think that is the revelation my parents had received when we were younger. And of course, you know, everyone's going to have their own opinion at the end of the day and everyone should, you know, pray about it and, you know, seek the Holy Ghost to lead you on what to do. But, you know, on this podcast, we just want to expand on knowledge just so people can see things from a greater light and seeing things from the bigger perspective. And so this article right there kind of hits home. And then the next person I'm going to read from, this person is a formal, former Satanist. And I remember his testimony because he um, he talked about that he was raised in the occult and would do like astral projection. And he even, if I believe this is the same person, he was the person who actually tried to choke a pastor because the demon that was inside of him, like came physical through him and tried to choke out um, a pastor that he was visiting. But he's now a preacher. He's now a minister. He got saved and he has um, disconnected himself with the whole occultic demon life. And this is what he said. Um, what is his name? By the way. I'm going to get into... Uh, so this is the the now Christian guy? Yeah. His name is John Ramirez. Have you heard of him? I think I've seen a testimony from him on YouTube mm-hmm. at some point. The The guy who grew up in New York City. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I yeah, he kind of has like a, that rough New York City um, accent. I don't know where he's from specifically. I saw the I saw his testimony years ago. He's, he was from Puerto Rico, I want to yeah, say. Yeah, he's Latino. And, came, and I think he was growing up in New York City. I think I, I think I have heard from him before. Yeah, so this is what he said. 
um, John Ramirez, who said that when you dress up even as an angel, because people, because sometimes churches try to put a biblical twist on it, even when you dress up even as an angel or a mermaid for Halloween, you give the devil the legal rights to change your identity. Ramirez further warned that there's a much darker reality in Halloween beyond costumes and candy. The former Satanist turned Christian pastor said in an interview on CBS October 20th, 2018. And he says, I was a general to the kingdom of darkness in witchcraft. I would sit with the devil, talk to him like I was talking to you today. It was kind of that, uh, it was that kind of communication. It was that kind of relationship. So this is someone who is deep and heavy inside the occult realm and inside the occult world. So we already talked about that the devil is real. So this is someone who's coming from that lifestyle saying that just because you dress up as Bob the Builder doesn't mean, you know, that doesn't take away the significance of what Halloween is to the other side of the spiritual realm. Because what, if you go way back, like you said, Sam Hine, it was about the two worlds crossing into it. So they dressed up. They dressed up for some reason where those costumes and people dressing up was significant to those spirits crossing over. That that's true. But you know what, Satanists though, they're always going to try and twist things, right, mm -hmm. and try and play as much as possible. So I would like to push back a little bit. Yeah, you can on push the, back on the, on, the, on, the, on the idea that by dressing up in a costume, you are signing your soul to the devil. I. I don't know. That's. I, I just wanted to because you talked about earlier churches holding harvest parties mm -hmm. as alternatives to Halloween, and I know that costume, or at least I think of costumes, still occur mm -hmm. uh, during the harvest party. Uh, you know, like people dress up as pilot, uh, pirates or bumblebees, whatever. Mm -hmm. Is that welcoming the devil? Or so, like I said, we. Or is after this... I'm trying to think, I'm trying to think after we switch from doing Halloween, I can't remember us dressing up personally. I can't remember, even though my childhood wasn't that long ago. Um, but I don't know. I've I've heard mixed messages of pastors saying like you shouldn't even acknowledge the day because okay, I'm just gonna go with it. I'm just gonna say no, we should not. And I know some churches do it. Mine has done it a couple times. And I'm just going to say, no, maybe we shouldn't because, you know, like we spoke about in the beginning with Sam Hine, it's it could be actually be a thinning of the veil between both realities. And if that's actually happening on that day, maybe we shouldn't take part of that day and have be open to such things. And it, because the world recognizes it as such a dark day, maybe we should cut ourselves off from doing it completely. Maybe we should. So then what about those churches that celebrate Halloween in terms of All Hallows Eve for All Saints Day. Is that different? Is I that think different? I need I think I need to learn more about All Saints Day before I give a full on opinion about it. I think it would be nice to celebrate the saints and everything, but I think the mechanisms of like dressing I don't know. I think we just gotta be careful what we're doing and how we're celebrating on this day because it is a very dark connotation day. And at the end of the day, you have to question, like I said earlier, you have to question yourself, is it really glorifying God at the end of the day? Um, so, you, so you say that, or what you're saying is because of the darkness associated with this day, we should not celebrate this. Okay, yeah. Okay. Well, I want to talk about Christmas. Okay. Because a lot of people don't realize that Christmas, prior to it becoming Christmas, was a very pagan holiday that was quite similar okay. to Samhain. Okay. So Christmas, modern Christmas, you know, we have garlands. 
we decorate the house. We have a Christmas tree. We have evil logs. We go out and sing Christmas carols. Okay. Okay. What if I were to tell you that every single one of those traditions I just said, burning Yule logs, going... Burning what? Yule logs. What is that? And these are like just Christmas logs that people will put in the flame. They smell good. So, I've never heard of that. Basically uh, just having a fireplace. <laughs> yeah, it's more European, I think. Okay. Uh, but so, so Yule logs and singing carols on the Christmas tree and decorating homes with garlands. What if I told you every single one of those was associated with Yule? I don't, know, I don't a, know what Yule is. This but... is a pagan holiday, okay? So Yule, celebrated by the Germans and the Nordic peoples back in the beginnings of the last millennium, during the days of the early church. Mm-hmm. This is a celebration of the winter solstice and the god Odin, who was of the North mythos. So this, this is a, a day that was meant for like celebrating a false god. Okay, it's a it's a pagan holiday. Mm-hmm. This is Yule, and they would put the trees up, and they would burn the logs, and they would sing songs of praise to Odin. Mm-hmm. And we have all of this to celebrate the day the Lord came with Christmas. So nobody thinks Christmas is evil or dark. Okay, are you done? Or you want you know? Are you done? I'm done this part. Okay, all right. I see what you're saying there because it does. I have heard that Christmas did come from a. Pre- pagan holiday then there's those who complain that there's no way jesus could have been born in december that's that kind of stuff i think the difference in my opinion from halloween and christmas is the change in the culture and let me just let me finish the people the people for the pagan holiday before christmas were unbelievers and but from what you say they became christians then they realized that this day was not honoring god that this day was not focused around god that is correct so what they did was they kept the day because people were used to celebrating on this day and they said okay how can we honor god so they changed it to a focus that would honor god and focus on him because if you read in the bible what the children of israel got gave them all they got gave them holidays and festivals to celebrate every year like the passover but when doing so it was always something that was holy and it was focused on what it was focused on him and what he has done for the people for his people to celebrate around and like i said and even though like you said with all saints day that was kind of a shifting too where they shifted to be god-centered the thing is the culture is not focused on that The, the when people think of halloween they're focusing on they're participating in the old traditions of it. You see what I'm trying to say? They're focusing more on the old traditions of Halloween, which is more on the Sanheim. Samheim? Is that how you say it? Samheim. Samheim's methodology of dressing up and trick-or-treating and all that kind of stuff. Their focus is still on those old traditions. I guess the, I don't know. I guess the focus of it is more, it's still focused on that dark aspect. And Christmas is not focused on that dark aspect. They, To me, I feel like Christmas has totally done a full 180 compared to Halloween. Halloween seemed like it just kind of like just reinvented itself just a little bit. But it just still had that main darkness seated inside of it. I don't know. I don't know how you how you feel about it. Well, I mean, uh, like the way I celebrated Halloween, we didn't have any of this stuff. Just like I said, dressed up in costumes. Mm-hmm. I have never felt convicted over that, and I have never thought, you know, this is demonic in nature. I think there are limits. Like, I don't think I wouldn't want my 
kid dressing up as a witch or something. Mm-hmm. Uh, like a real witch, not like, you know, Wicked Witch of the West or fantasy Harry Potter characters or something. Oh, I wouldn't even do that either. Well, we will, we've <laughs> talked about this before where, where we both come from about Harry Potter and all I would, that. I wouldn't, even, I wouldn't do anything that resembled any kind of witchcraft whatsoever, but... I digress. We already we already covered that aspect. We won't go back. But uh, I mean, I look at this as a day to get food. Really, I mean, I, I I don't I don't I know that Halloween has some darker aspects associated with it. Mm-hmm. Those are not part of of this in, in my family. Not part of it, and anybody that I know either. Mm-hmm. So I think that and. As we said earlier, with churches having harvest party alternatives to Halloween, uh, maybe maybe it is. Maybe the actual being in Halloween, maybe that is bad. Mm-hmm. Maybe it is. And maybe the harvest parties, though, even though people are still dressed up in costumes, because remember, they are doing this for All Saints Day, too. Maybe that is not so bad. Maybe that's not. Maybe mm-hmm. it's been totally disassociated from Halloween. And because it's a harvest party, and now it's more God-oriented because it's at a church and there's probably bible studies mm. i can't say that i've ever been to a harvest party yeah i have you know they have like uh, food and candy right. for the kids and little games and stuff like that and i agree you know at the end of the day like i said earlier at the end of the day every christian believer is going to have to seek god for themselves on whether this is good or not because you know we can have these debates and everything and you can be split in the middle you just got to have that for yourself. You got to have that God confirmation in your heart what's good for you. I, I, I hope our audience would pray about it. You know, see God what's best for you and your family. You know, it's all about you protecting your family and keeping your heart guarded. But something that came to me when I was um, getting things ready for this this Halloween thing, and I've mentioned it before, even though we humans change and we want different symbols and actions and movements to mean something else, but we don't know the implications it could have in the spiritual realm. And the way I relate this is just like some actions here in America are viewed as okay, but in other other cultures, it's an insult. Uh, for example, I've read that thumbs up in America means like, you know, okay, good job, you know, something positive. But in other countries, that's like putting up a middle finger. Yeah, I've heard of this. Yeah. So that that action is deemed somewhere else as negative and it draws in the wrong attention and the same thing with shaking someone someone's hand the left hand and using the left hand you know in america it's more of just like okay that was awkward but somewhere else that's a full-on insult because that's the hand that you use for bathroom Ah. bathroom operations um but the point being there are gestures movements and actions that if if we're not careful can bring the wrong attention from the dark spirits of the spiritual realm that is that's true if we, true. you know, just because we think or we don't want it to have significance doesn't mean, just because you don't want it to have significance doesn't mean that significance isn't there and that ritual isn't there. Just because you don't mean for it to be that or mean that doesn't mean it doesn't have purpose that, in the spiritual point. realm. That's just so there, there's, there's a whole different world outside of our physical realm that we are not fully aware of. That's why the Bible says, you know, we need to study the word because it's like a spiritual mirror. We can see how things operate in the spiritual realm just a little bit. And then we have the Holy Ghost who lives with us that he can guide us and, you know, help us to make sure we avoid these things of which like God told the children of Israel, you know, don't get tattoos. You know, I've heard some people say that tattoos actually brand you in the spiritual realm for spirits. 
we're not gonna get into that topic of tattoos. That's just what I've read and heard. So just using that as an example, but I don't think wearing a costume is bad. Even if you wore it in May, it's not, it's not, you know. Maybe look at the people who dress up for Comic-Con. Exactly. And I'm going to do that one day. I'm going to dress up for Comic-Con. <laughs> um, but yeah, dressing up, I think, I feel, I just feel we just need to be careful because it has a dark connotations in the occult. And if you know anything about the occult, just the little bit we've talked about, they're big on symbolism. They're big on gestures, meaning thing. And so just because we think it, we want it to mean something else doesn't mean that there isn't a layer that's mixed in there that actually means something. So that's just how I feel about it. You know, I have Christian friends. You're my Christian friend. You know, we get along. You celebrate Halloween. Hey, you know, just be Holy Ghost led and just be careful out there, especially with the candy apples like you said yes and i think again that is that is the part maybe i'm i'm gonna have to do some soul searching on this now mm-hmm. uh, but just we have to be led by the holy ghost as believers so if the spirit decide it leads us to a place where you know we decide halloween is not a good thing then that's where we're led mm-hmm. that hasn't happened to me so far but we'll we'll have to see yeah i don't, I don't think you know salvation is not placed on the fact of whether you celebrate halloween or not so that, that's not in the Bible. At least I have not found that in the Bible. So I guess the conclusion we've come to from this, we haven't really come to a conclusion. I don't think it's come to a conclusion. You know, sometimes we don't need to come to a conclusion. But we have presented two different thoughts on this mm-hmm. topic. And it is up to you all to do the research. It's up to you to pray about this. Mm-hmm. And ultimately, you're responsible for your own decisions. Mm-hmm. So people can't make decisions unless they know. So now they know both sides in a much more clear manner. You know, you've gone through the history of Sanhai. I've learned something about All Saints Day. Yep. And I think we should actually focus on All Saints Day because I would love to learn about the saints who have done great things for the church. I actually just bought a book called Jesus Freaks Martyrs. Mm-hmm. And it's about different martyrs throughout history. Oh, so I am super excited to learn about that. And it's not just people in like the Middle East back during that time with Paul and them. It has people in China during yeah. like the 1200s and 1400s and stuff like that. So I'm super excited to just learn more about my brothers and sisters of the past who've done great things. Yeah, that should be an excellent read. You'll have to tell me what you learned. I will. All right, folks. So hopefully our audience enjoyed listening to the Paradigm Switch where we discuss our lives and give encouragement to help our fellow brothers and sisters think right side up. We're on Facebook, on Instagram, like, follow, and share. And it's time we learn how to think through God's way of thinking rather than our own. So this is the last episode of our Halloween theme. We've wrapped it up. How do you feel? I feel I feel great. These are these are fun topics. I enjoy talking about these topics and diving into these things because it's actually I just feel good because these are things that I have built in for the longest time. I've never been able to express um, outwardly um, about different things. I know you and I differ on different things. Con- concerning things of uh, witchcraft medium yes uh but you know i just like that we're able to put it out there because some people just honestly don't know that is true some people just don't know that it might have significance some people don't know that it might have meaning so i'm just really glad that we took the time to go over this this time period of looking into the deeper themes of october october is not a bad month but there are some things in there that you just need to be mindful of and be careful about yeah, I think that this has been really good uh, as well. Just learning about 
the history behind these uh, of Halloween, uh, you know, Samhain versus All Saints Day. That was really interesting to me and looking up more uh, when we were preparing for this. And I think the discussion about, you know, do Christians, where, where do we draw the line in terms of media that may have, you know, magic in it? Uh, it's a good discussion to have. And, and of course, exposing the devil for who he is. Exactly. I'm so shocked that some, there are some believers who don't believe in that. Uh, so many of them, yeah. And yet, more unbelievers than believe in the devil now, as time goes on. It's, it's, yeah. It's it's just, that's backwards. <laughs> there yeah, needs that, to be that, a paradigm switch yeah, on yeah, that there, That's where a real switch needs to happen right there. <laughs> All right. So we hope you enjoyed listening to this. And always remember, we have an enemy, the devil. And he and his followers are present and active in this world. So stay alert, be mindful, and remember that our enemy's greatest weapon is to convince people he does not exist. So our next episode is going to examine, uh, with Thanksgiving coming up, we're going to talk about jealousy. This is a definitely an issue that gets a lot of believers. And with the idea of jealousy versus Thanksgiving, it's, I think November is a good time to discuss this. And so we will we'll talk about that. So until next time, everybody. Have have a good one.